Welcome to the Unique Careers, Unique Lives podcast. Welcome to the other side of a nervous breakdown. Yes, I recently had a small, maybe for me relatively big, nervous breakdown. And I needed to use a lot of my own advice. There were a couple of things that were bothering me and I was ignoring them. There were some payments that I wasn't looking into, some data that I didn't process. (laughs) And that piled up and got mixed with a lot of worry and a lot of unknown and found a place of fear (laughs) together with fear uncertainty not knowing and maybe some tiredness I was quite shaken and I want to use this occasion to share with you a couple of things that I have learned from my (laughs) my nervous breakdown but also what I have known before and now found this possibility to re-express. One thing I have learned is that you don't have to leave it alone. In the previous episode, I have shared with you one of the books that I really liked called On Becoming an Alchemist. And in this book, what was shared was the alchemical processes. And I told you what I loved about this book was one of the processes was this idea that you don't know what comes out of this experience. So this experience is changing something in your heart and in your life, which you experience momentarily as suffering, pain, anxiety, fear, but it's serving something. And I have understood for myself that It definitely served for me to remember how wonderful people I have in my life and how deep connection is possible through expressing your vulnerable self and asking people to be there with you. Through this experience, I had the chance to remember that. One thing I practiced, which I could (laughs) have done a better job, But I know to be true, to be useful is that the separation between feelings and thoughts. What I hear a lot from my coaches, from my friends and colleagues is that most of the time we say, I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel that there is something missing. I feel not confident. In these examples, there is no feeling. These examples were thoughts. Where is the feeling? When you can locate the feeling and the thought, then you have a space to influence. Because the thought, you will be able to contrast the thought, separate what is true, what is not true, which I also want to discuss. And find out what is not known so that you can learn about it. Whereas in feeling, most of the time, you just have to feel it. (laughs) 
You cannot feel differently in this moment, but you can look into this feeling, feel this feeling, see the differences of sensations and how it's changing in your body and what it's revealing to you. When you can do this, be very clear on what is the feeling, what is the thought. First, attend to the feeling. Drop the story, drop the thought, attend to the feeling because that is the real thing, the real deal that needs your attention right now. And once you sit with the feeling, then you will recognize that something is really calling for your attention. And in my episode of this nervous breakdown, I recognized there was a sense of grief, a sense of saying goodbye to something that was important to me, a fear of loss about something dear to me, which made me remember how important it is to me what I do as work, how important it is to me to continue to share with you these thoughts and ideas. I actually had developed a three-step process for being with your emotions and transforming this emotion, this I called it unfulfillment, into self-discovery. But with any emotion, you have the same space. The emotion points you to something that is important to you, but it will only reveal what it is when you allow the emotion its space. When the emotion is there, as soon as possible, bring yourself to a state of paying attention to your bodily sensations. Feel everything that is going on in your body. See how these sensations are changing. And when you sit with it, hear what is it that you need. What is your heart telling you? Not the thoughts, but what is appearing to you right now that you need. This is how you can turn emotions into tools for self-discovery. And they will always point you to the right direction. And they will continue to exist until you really pay attention and give them the space. So that's the first thing to to look into the emotions. The second thing that we can do is to separate emotions and thoughts. And when we look at the thoughts, most of the time we can find that we are tending towards a direction when we don't know. We find it difficult to deal with uncertainty. We find it difficult to deal with what we don't know. So when there is a not knowing, we choose to say it's bad or it will never happen. We hold on to a certain belief or statement. For example, the case, I don't feel confident. Just I don't know what I will do about my job. I don't know about my talents. I don't know what I want. So there is this not knowing that is expressed as I I don't feel self-confident. With all this thinking, it's important to find out what it is that you know and what it is that you don't know. And for all the things that you point out you don't know, how can you turn it into a potential? So here, when you establish you don't know, you have one great opportunity 
to pursue knowing. <laughs> Actually, if you can notice yourself in this place of I don't know, this is the place of innovation. This is the place of creativity. This is the place of inspiration. Everything appears from I don't know. But there is a, a requirement, which is the positive energy. So how can you turn I don't know into positive energy? You have one tool, which is your aspiration or vision or your intention. How can this be possible? Find what is your intention. Find what is your inspiration. <laughs> so in my case, how can I help others to find fulfilling work and life and have pay that they can live on? How can I create this for me as a sustainable business so I can support more people? How can I reach to more people? So there are lots of questions that invite me to explore because I don't know. But it's easy to say, I can't do it. I can't. I don't know. Nobody would tell me. Everything will be bad. These are all assumptions. I don't know. One thing that supports the attitude of I don't know, and I want to know, I want to find out, I'm here to learn, is trusting what you know as well. What do you know about yourself to be true? It's about the points that you trust yourself in. You trust that you have the intelligence. You trust that you have the abilities. You trust that you have the contacts. You trust that you have people around you, connections. You trust that you have the ability to move forward, to find out, like remembering all the things that you can trust in, not knowing, but is happy to find out, is willing to create, is willing to pursue and you can also invite an approach of playfulness into this not knowing. I wonder, what will it be? I wonder, I wonder. That's easier when there are other people in, involved. I have experienced myself because when the emotions are very high, one thing that supports us is that co-regulation, they call it. In polyvagal theory from Stephen Porges, we can go into triggered states which is very difficult for us to work creatively because we are caught up into this tense state of either fight flight or freeze but through connection with other people through looking in the eye through hearing the voice of another person can serve us to co-regulate our nervous system and we can step into again a place of creation in every conversation, I am highlighting the power of coaching. But one of the reasons why coaching works is that there is another person that creates this co-regulation with you. There is another person that trusts you, that speaks softly, that listens to you, that looks you in the eye. And you have this safety. So when you are in, <laughs> when you experience a nervous breakdown, you can connect with another person, call and help yourself through co-regulation. And then start the creation. Maybe set yourself 
a certain intention that is playful, that has joy inside of it. And maybe for a shorter time first and then expand it further. And in all the cases, the first thing that needs to be attended is the physical side of things. We actually don't know <laughs> why we feel what we feel. So I, in my nervous breakdown, I don't know if it was actually because of the things or maybe something physical is also playing with. I already told you it might be because of the tiredness, but maybe there was also, who knows, like a certain sickness, certain lack of vitamins, The physical aspect is so important and it is the first thing to take care of, to create a normal, safe state and then emotional and then thinking-wise. Since that nervous breakdown, I'm taking care of my sleep, I am taking a lot of rest, I turn off the scrolling on social media, I make myself a good breakfast and a smoothie with lots of vegetables and I can tell you that plays a huge role. So whenever you find yourself in an emotional turmoil, please take care of yourself physically first. Set yourself caring routines, get enough sleep, get good food, if you can exercise, then Look into the emotional aspect when the emotion is there. Look into yourself, see how the emotion is changing. Separate the thoughts, let go of the stories. Work with the body, work with the sensations. See what it brings. And then when you work with thoughts, recognize what is true and what is an assumption, what it is that you don't know, and how you can turn it into an exploration a playful exploration. And if you cannot do the bridging yourself because you are too caught up in the emotions, ask another person to be with you so that you can express and think, so you can co-regulate and you can come up with ways to help you explore playfully what it is that you don't know, taking behind you the power of what you already know, which is about you, what you trust in yourself, about your abilities, about your skills, about your connections, about everything about you and your life that is beautiful, which is everything. And then go for it. And remember, that's part of our life. We have all the experiences. We have ups and downs and flats. This is all our richness. That's from me to you, from post Just a small nervous breakdown to you, hopefully your peaceful, beautiful state. I'm going to put the links to the tool that I created that helps you turn emotions into self-awareness. And I'm going to give you a couple of information about the theories that I mentioned. And I had written an article about how not the thoughts but the emotions actually create the biggest change. The body creates a huge change in how we are. All of them I'm going to give in the notes. Wishing you all the best and talk to you in the next episode. Take care.